3: Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, a couple of big things to get to. I, I always like when there's a big political beef involving Governors and mayors of cities that have basketball and football and baseball games against each other. Do we have any bets? Uh, Any bad bets mm, of foodstuffs? I'm going to bet that the governor of this one state is never going to be able to go to this other state again. How about that? Do you think he wants to? (laughs) Uh, After what he said, probably not.
5: Okay. I I don't think so. Um, But would anybody, if he walked down the street, would anybody know who the hell he
3: was? Mm, uh No, probably not. There well, you go. When you say any street, I mean uh, some streets. I even, mean,
5: you could go down Bad Street, USA, and I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to get a fight pick no matter who you are.
3: Where do you live? I'm on Bad Street, USA. <laughs> you like? You like the way I got
5: the fabulous Freebirds in uh, here at nice, the top not, of hour good. two. We Funny, just celebrated Michael Hayes' birthday just the other day. My brother met him at a house show out there in Chicago. I mean, all good things.
3: Yeah, all good things. Yeah. All good things. But before we get to yeah. that. You know, I, now tonight's one of those nights where I say, you know, I hate baseball. You I, I, you hate know, baseball I hate baseball again. I hate Your baseball. Your team didn't even play and lose I, today. I know, I know, I know, because, because I hate baseball. Look, and you know how much I love baseball, and I love my whole life, the love of I hate baseball right now. I hate it. I, I hated it when Bob Euchre was announced, get up, get out of here. No, it's a walk-off again. I hated Bob Euchre last night. And the pitch. Oh. Hit him in the air. How about you get up, get out of here, and get gone? How about that, Bob? You well, girl. the
5: okay. thing we didn't uh, highlight too much, though, was the fact that uh, in his post-game press conference uh, in a little interview on the field, Mitchell was talking about how something good always happens when his wife doesn't attend a game. She yeah. got in his mentions and got on Twitter
3: saying, say that to my face! Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, all, all fun stuff that happens when hey. winners win. Yeah, that's great. No, tonight, because this just happened a few moments ago, and this has me just a tiny bit depressed.
6: Rosario ready to run on contact. 2-2 pitch. And there's a bullet out to center field. Down for a base hit. Here comes Eddie. Here comes the throw. Play at the plate. Ring.
3: Braves Radio Network on the call. They win on a walk off. They beat the Padres. They're six and one already. I feel like the Braves are in there. We're only going to lose one game a week mode, and we're going <laughs> to walk off at least twice a week, and that depresses me. Like at least it was last year. It was the middle of the year. They decided, hey, you know the Mets are in first place. You know we know they're going to collapse. Let's get our heads on straight. And they went on and they won the division. Uh, <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work for them in the playoffs. expending so much energy, yeah. they were flat in, the, in their in their round of the playoffs. So now. Let's make sure that doesn't happen to us this year. And now they're they're already out wearing the invincible armor of yes, we will walk off when we feel like it. We'll lose one game a week, and everybody will will bow at our feet as the season goes on. I'm afraid no, that this good. is what's going to happen. How I'm does afraid. that make you feel when Max not Reed good. isn't even there for you? Not good. I don't feel not not great, Bob. Not great. Not not great, Bob. Not great. Not great. No, no, not great. Not great, Bob. It's not your not fault. Great. Not great. Not great. No, it's not. Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean it doesn't depress me that I feel like the National League race is over already, and it's you know it's April. Wow, it's you're April, conceding it's April, already. It's April sixth. Quit. And, and I'm watching the Braves, just like like it was the middle of last year. Hey, yeah, we're just going to keep winning. We're just going to win. Yeah, it helps when you play the Nationals <laughs> in, in you know the first week of the season. Okay, I get that. But you know here it is. It's like this exactly how the Braves would do it all last year, and I can't stand it. Oh, and I can't brilliant. stand it. I feel like it's over. I love I that you're like losing over. your mind already. It's over for everybody. Listen, as a as a Mets fan, I'm very calm and level-headed and cool. And this is this is kind of a hallmark of Mets fans. You know, we don't panic. We don't we don't overrate <laughs> things. We don't say things not at you all. Know, without thinking about them a lot. You know, that's, we don't ride the lightning. And every win is a a World Series win. Every loss is getting eliminated. No, we're very calm and cool and collected. And no, it's, it's how I've always I've uh, right now.
5: It's how I viewed you my entire life.
3: Mm. Really. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. No, just watch. Just watch. Just watch, Mike Garman, Just watch. Just watch. watch.
5: I mean, you've just already watch. ruined the seasons for our friends in in Seattle.
3: What? Hey, 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 hey. Look what I you picked, did to those poor people. I picked the Mariners to go to the World Series. It's early. Normally, it's that early. that used to be exciting. Look, national
5: guy gets on it's board. Er- <laughs> it's early. It's, it's, uh, okay. That jerk picked
3: us. It's
5: okay. How <laughs> dare you? It's all right.
3: It's all right. Everything is fine. They hate you and everything you stand for. For them, it's early. For me, it's late because we got to sit here and watch the Braves. And look how good we are. We signed all our players because they signed bad deals. They signed 20-year contracts for $100 million. And so, this is this we're paying and we don't have to. Look how smart we are. Oh, I can't stand it. I hate
5: baseball. Well, maybe they build a culture that says, Uh, I want to stay around. uh, I like it here. I want to be a member of this fraternity for a long time.
3: Yeah. Maybe no, they w- sign a blood yeah. pact. I don't know. Yeah, no, just wait until the, the Braves think it's off. But then, like, in a couple years, Ronald Cunha says, hey, I, I'm not I'm not coming to spring training for $10 million a year. Uh, not doing that anymore. And uh, I, I know I signed a 10-year deal, but not doing it. I need a new deal. I need more money. So th- I know that's coming. So there is that. But until then, it's going to be three, four years of, oh, look how great <laughs> it is. Look how great we are. All we do is get young talent. We're so good with the Braves. Ah. I loved the Braves in the 90s because somebody was beating the Pirates. It wasn't all." but somebody was beating them they were fun. Now it's like, "Oh, look, we're, we're so great, we're the Braves, we're the Braves."
5: Just remember, the Braves won all those division uh, titles I... and then they sucked.
3: Yeah, I know. When I it know. mattered, they couldn't win. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I know. But I got you know, happy thoughts Mets home over. Hey, yeah, it goes tomorrow. back
5: to that whole conversation we were having the other day about Blue Bloods mm-hmm. and Yukon of the last 25 years and their five titles five king kong bundy five count you'll take the lulls you'll take the dips for five five titles would you rather win a division every year and then watch your
3: team gack it in the playoffs no i don't think you would <laughs> i don't think you would bob uh so but tomorrow is met's home opening day so there is that it's very exciting i'm very excited to watch them lose six nothing very <laughs> no i mean i mean a bit um but as i said to get past this, let's talk about somebody else <laughs> who put their foot in their mouth. Uh, UConn, your national champion in college basketball. Uh, great, right? You know, normally when you hear about the governors of states, you know, playing in the Final Four and national championship, there's a bet. And if you win, you get a side of beef. And if you win, oh, yeah. you get a bunch of cheese or, you know, something mm, insane like that. Beef but no, and no, cheese. no. There's a controversy now involving Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont who traveled to Houston and was on hand Monday night to watch UConn win the national championship. Okay, so he's in Houston for the Final Four. And he went on a WPLR-FM's Chaz and AJ show and talked about what his visit to Houston, the city of Houston, was like, now remember, UConn wasn't playing Houston, right? UConn UConn was Mm -hmm. playing San Diego State. But the Final Four was held in Houston. And this is what Governor Ned Lamont had to say on the radio about his visit. To Houston,
1: You walk around downtown Houston, which is butt ugly. It's not much
5: there,
6: <laughs> except for all the guys. You who- know that's going to be tweeted. Houston, we have a problem.
3: You walk around which downtown Which one's Chaz? Houston. Well, I don't know. I, 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 one of them's AJ, one of them's Chaz. Uh, you walk around downtown Houston, which is butt ugly. There's not much there. How do you really feel? Wow, dude. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I got to say this about the city of Houston. It is humid. So there is that. I understand that. I understand. Yeah, but it's only March, man. Right now, it's fine. It ain't that bad right now. And Houston, I have a soft spot for Houston because that was the first city and the first place I ever had Quiznos in. And oh, I didn't okay. know that that was going to start my lifelong. Hey, I, it's not like I go to Quiznos all the time, but I like Quiznos, and I'm like, okay, I kind of like the hot subs and man. And when I was in Houston covering the playoffs with the Lakers, like you know, 20 years ago, uh, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Quiznos. It's my place now. It's going to be my base of operations now. Here's Quiznos right here. It's where I going. And so, for always been a soft spot because I like Quiznos, and now and, and that was the first place I ever had it was in Houston.
5: See I always like their demented uh, commercials with like that sock puppet or whatever the hell that <laughs> thing was Quizzle <laughs> uh, uh, uh
3: How do how do you say that about another city? And then, of course, his defense is, "I, I was just joking. I was, jo- I was of course only joking. I was joking. I do- no, come on, I was only joking. Just, about uh, that. just say
5: you aligned with Charles Barkley and his I feelings was, of I, San Antonio, and you I just was, extended
3: it to the planet Houston. It's okay. I was only joking about it being, but hey, they don't get to vote for there. you. What does he care? I mean, why, but how do you, how do you say that? You're a governor of a state. How do you say that about a city that just hosted you? Hey, we're here for the final four. Who's it? You and your team. We came, we took what we wanted, and here's our parting shot your butt ugly. Uh, Here's Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner uh, Responding to when he heard uh, Ned
2: Lamont say that About his city Oh no, hell no We're not gonna feed you, dine you Host you, house you And you're gonna go back And talk about Butt ugly Which end was he looking from
3: Oh Oh shots fired, which end are you looking from
5: that's a pretty good line. <laughs> did, they, did they pay for their accommodations and stuff? Then he can say what he wants. But it, but if he di- is li- literally l- looking the gift horse in the mouth,
3: oh. then we got a
5: problem. Oh, right. And now- if he's if he's doing that to the city that just gave you a bunch of stuff,
3: yeah. yeah, that's a problem. That's yeah. It's like hey, we were just down here, but yeah, thanks for nothing. But the national championship, we walked away. We're taking our hardware. We're going there. home. Like wait wait, like, that, I, I, I like that really,
5: response though. That's a good response. I, yeah, that is though. I, I dig that.
3: You know that was that was you know that was a great one to hear. That uh, you know to hear. I got my answer all ready to go on you now. Here, which end are you looking out from? And even Lamont's apology that he made today wasn't a real apology because he said we had a ball in Houston during the Final Four. The people there were incredibly gracious and welcoming for us, and the basketball game was pretty darn good as well. That's not quite the apology. It's not quite. Hey, you called my city butt ugly, man. What the hell? I mean, It's not. It's just like, hey, we had a good time. I mean, what, what, what is? What is wrong with you? You know. You know how what you solve is wrong this? With you, get in the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you.
5: You know, you hell need to in do? a cell. Maybe yeah. you get split open like Balor did the other night. <laughs> wow. You maybe, want, maybe, you maybe it's just the octagon. Violence.
3: I don't know. Wow. Let's go. No, you know what we need to do. You know when when certain places do the whole the one day a week where you trade jobs. <laughs> and, it's, and you trade jobs for a day, and go, oh, here, here's what it's like to do my job. Here's what it's like to do your job. Undercover want, boss, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want the governor of Connecticut to go be the mayor of Houston for a day. And have to do all kinds of public appearances and talk about the city and certain things and take questions from the media and people who live in the city. I, I want that to happen. I, that, that's how it should go. Hey, you come and be the mayor down here for a day. Uh, uh, I, I, was, I was just kidding. I was And then I there's a plant kidding. in the middle of it, right? He's was like just- undercover.
5: It's like, <laughs> you know, there was a guy from Connecticut that had some choice words about us. What do you say to him? Yeah. And, you, and they're all inching forward.
3: Oh, man. And you thought Jill Biden uh, was in a bit of a hot water when she said, hey, let's have Iowa to the White House. Here's a governor saying a city is butt ugly and there's not much there. No, what good. is that? I mean, I don't understand. You know, man, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes when politicians say things, I, I feel like the, the toughest job because I'm a big fan of Veep right? Damn, Veep sure. is one of the funniest shows of the last 10 years. And I so identified with Anna Klumski's role because it, she was the, the PR person and wanted, you know, was always in charge of the image of, of the office and, 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 and Julie Louise will Always say the, the worst things, the most inappropriate things, and you could just see it on her face. It pains her. Going, how do you not think more before you say it? Obviously, this is for comic effect because it's a television show. This is real life. I mean, if you're if you're one of those PR staffers, and you're going, and, and then suddenly it's it's someone's yelling, at you going, "Where the hell were you when the governor said this on the radio?" Oh, you know, sorry, not my turn to watch. It's your job. Uh, the governor is a grown person. <laughs> not and my did turn an to interview. Watch it what favorite. do you what did you want me to do tell him hey make sure you don't say the city is but ugly that that's where i feel like that's if i came back if i was reincarnated you would say what would hell be it would be working for a politician that would say things like that and i'd have to worry about cleaning it up and sit there and go no it's not what the matter why would you say that why would you i don't know i don't know i just decided to say it just because just because just because uh no 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 why 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 do, why do you do this why do you do this? Why do you... That's the most thankless job in the world. I'm, uh, I'm thankful I don't have it, which means I'm going to wind up doing it one day. Well, so
5: I, I mean, that, that you always cool. said you'd be uh, great to be able to give uh, PR support to folks.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, you know what's going to happen? They really need it. Here's what's going to happen. In a few years, we're going to find different platforms to run for office on. And Alex Tyshirt's going to run on on the health food platform. And it's going to be, hey, follow me. I don't know a lot about taxes or education or budget or anything. But if you follow me, you'll all live an extra 50 years. Well, you know what, though? That means he actually
5: knows something. Because the the other people don't
3: know any of that crap either. Eat eat the foods I eat, and you'll live another 50 years. Everybody's going to vote for him, and he's going to say, Jay, you know, listen, I know you're really smart. I need you to, to be my PR guy here and, and craft my message, be the be the, the White House uh, um, uh, 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 press secretary and be that. And I'd say, okay. And I'd have to worry about cleaning up stuff where he would say, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I didn't know. I didn't know there were other people <laughs> the in charge of other countries.
1: I didn't know that. That would There's
3: be a- the best response to There's anything. A- just I didn't know there was someone in charge of Canada. Mean? I didn't know there was someone in charge of Canada. I thought it was just part of us. Uh, like, like, we ruled them. Like, we was the United States and Canada was Canada. I didn't know that. Jay, can you fix that? for me i'm gonna go play Fortnite. yes 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 mr president oh I'll that's go. the best though I'll go, like f- i'll go fix
5: that between biden and trump and everybody else they've they've done the walk-off i'm not answering that question i'm just yeah. gonna ignore you and i'm gonna walk to the helicopter or yeah. behind this door ties just standing <laughs> going what do you mean what do you mean? That's and, and big... really coming back at the interviewer to make them really explain their point what are you asking me <laughs> Cut to the chase what are do you, you mean? telling
1: me this is really going on <laughs>
3: I think you're lying,
1: because this is, this is news to me.
3: Is this is this true? Is, is this really is, is this really happening? Is this true? I heard Cuba is really close to the United States. Is this true? I did not, Jason. Did you know this or not? Is Cuba that? Are close? they moving closer, Jason? Yeah. Has Hawaii been a part of us this whole time? <laughs> So when I fly to Hawaii, I'm still in the United States. Yes. What do you mean? I'm still sense. in the United I flew over States. <laughs> okay, so I guess you tell me when I go to Alaska, I'm still in the United States. Oh yes, God, so. I can't but handle I, that too. I'm flying over an entire country. How do I do? <laughs> what do <laughs> better not even get me started on canada okay <laughs> uh, that's what's gonna happen more that's tariffs on the- maple syrup <laughs> <laughs> and jason smith walked in the ocean to die today after the latest gaffe by <laughs> president Alex Tichert. he had a good run <laughs> Jason couldn't swim? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought he could. What do you mean? I thought he was buoyant. He invited well, me threw, to a pool party. I pushed him out of Marine One. I thought he was going to be fine. Then he realized Marine One, we were an Air Force one, so we're not over <laughs> water. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I thought Marine One. I didn't know. He was a fan of Top Gun. I thought he could swim. <laughs> Twitter, how about a fresco? Mike gets swollen, though. Goose! <laughs> Jason Smith- Don't Jones. give me start my, on Goose. My best friend, Mike Harmon, we're live... <laughs> at <laughs> the Tirewreck.com studios. Hey, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Well, coming up next, where is the NBA MVP vote as it sits right now? Can Jalen Brunson actually win? No, but could he be a finalist? Uh, what to expect as we get into the final two and three games of the NBA season? Who's going to be in the playoffs? Who's gonna be in the playing round? Outside looking in, inside looking out. Keep it right here. That's next. Fox.
1: You're telling me only certain teams can play in the playoffs?
3: <laughs> You're telling me the Declaration of Independence is a real thing? Is I just thought twat? it was a Nicolas Cage movie. What do you mean? I thought the British
1: <laughs> tried to come.
3: So wait, are we friends with England now? We're still fri- Do we make up? Or do we still be still upset about that fight? All the it was hundreds of years hundreds of years ago. All the invites are set. The Queen has to come. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think uh, Tyshirt is the president, and me is the press secretary. I, I think that's a show. Genius. I, I think that's a TV show. I, I think we show. could just improv the hell out of that one and just put it up in podcast uh, yeah. form. I think a show, and I think I think you Harmon would be like one of the uh, chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff. Like, okay. we have to go in the Situation Room. Like, that's your room, and it's decorated in Northwestern color. <laughs> no, it's good. And Ricky and I will uh, be the ones.
5: We'll we'll get some of the questions together.
3: Instead of maps of the instead of maps of the world, you have like the Big Ten standings. No, that's right.
5: (laughs) Big Ten standings, the road between distances, titles, all of that laid out.
3: Where's our Navy? Oh, that's another page. Let me get off this Big Ten standings. Hang on, let me get that. Let me get Uh, the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike. We still have a Navy. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, time now to get to all the latest news in the NBA. Joining us now on the hotline, longtime friend of the show, one of the most impressive resumes you'll see, NBA.com, USA Today, Mercury News, L.A. Daily News, L.A. Times. It is... Mark Medina, follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina, who was promised on Twitter with hot takes tonight. But I got to tell you, Mark, Jalen Brunson MVP isn't quite as hot as it was. I've
6: been driving the bandwagon. I'm glad people are on board with that now. Well, Jason, uh, you know, what I might have to add to the resume is that my awards ballot, it's just a straight ticket. All Knicks, baby oh good <laughs> wow look at that see he Coach jumped in year. on the
3: political talk i love it six man of the year mvp everything defensive player of the year comeback player of the year most improved play oh, all the way through nicks everywhere down the row
6: yeah and you know what if only they could have owner of the year james Dolan would get that vote yeah wow, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. for getting man. the
3: hell out of the way uh, you're right Hey, that's a skill. Sometimes being an owner is the best thing
6: to do is to do nothing. Back up and go
5: uh, play with your band. Yeah, look He's how been good. The-
6: getting out of the way, unless you're a lawyer that's in litigation. In that case, he'll send people to spy on you.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, that, well, that is okay. true. Yeah. Wow, that, that's. I'll tell you what. Now that. Now that's. A, you know, Mark. That's a great like undercover assignment for you. Is following the spies that are spying. See, that's a thing. I think that's a thing you can do i
6: like to have your own 30-for-30 30 30 on it. I'll forget about the NBA playoffs. I'll just spend the next few months <laughs> doing this assignment here. <laughs> All right,
3: so here we are, and, and, and every, every night it seems like we have different – Arguments for MVP, Joel Embiid. Oh, he he thinks he's the MVP after the other night, Doc. Rivers says he's the MVP. So with 21 points tonight, and they lost by 28, is he not the MVP after tonight because they got boat racing and have a big game? Like, if he won it the other night, can he not win it tonight? Is that how it goes?
6: (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, with presidential polls, right, it's always by the day. I guess we'll have to do the same thing with MVP. And I think to – Extend that uh, political uh, election analogy. I, I'm getting calls from people from different teams, you know, representing the different MVP candidates, trying to pitch their case. It's really amusing. But the bottom line is—wait, really?
3: You are? You're getting phone calls? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you getting the
6: robo calls?
3: You answer your, <laughs> you answer
5: your no, phone? No, it's,
6: it, it's not a robo call. It's an actual live person. But it's amusing. It's like, all right, like state your case beyond the obvious that. <laughs> That player is with your team. <laughs> it is funny, though. and But the bottom line is there's no such thing as a wrong vote this year. You know, Giannis, Joel Embiid, uh, Jokic, Charlie, Jalen Brunson, but it's among those three in all seriousness, they all have their own case. And, you know, I guess if you want to microanalyze things, there's things against them like, hey, Jokic's defense, the Nuggets' uh, inconsistent play as of late. You know, Joel Embiid, injuries per usual. Giannis, uh, he had some injuries, and defense isn't as strong as Embiid. But the bottom line is I think that the conversation needs to be more about what these players have been doing really well. Like Jokic is a triple-double machine. Embiid, not only is he a dominant defensive player and post player, he's a great facilitator now. Giannis, um, you know, when he's been healthy for the most part, He's expanded his offensive game. He's improved defensively. So as far as where I'm leaning, with my vote, it's changed. I mean, at first it was Jokic, then it was Embiid. Lately it's been Giannis. Thankfully, I still have a few days left to ponder all this while I pour through all the analytical data and field robocalls or actual calls from uh, (laughs) some of the uh, team executives. So I don't know where I'm leaning, but, yeah, it's a tough one to say the least.
5: Has Jason? How many times has Jason texted you?
6: <laughs> you know, I always have to keep the sourcing anonymous, so I'll uh, I'll plead the fifth all right he's
5: usually logged in on twitter here so i'll just look i'll just look here from the studio and try to suss that out for you mark all right last night clippers lakers sense of urgency i talked about the fact that davis and james were kind of shamed into being on the court in the back-to-back we got the odd schedule i don't really take much away from the game other than it was fun to watch and see people in la get excited how about you
6: yeah, I was glad that you know we actually saw a team where they fielded their players instead of doing load management. But I think to uh, to your point, it would have been totally understandable if they did sit because you know second night back to back end of a uh, long trip. Look, I, I'm usually on the on the league side of this, but if they're trying to address all these availability concerns, like they shouldn't. Uh, schedule marquee games on the second night of a back-to-back after a long trip, but I digress. I'm, I'm glad that they play. I think that they're co- very competitive, even even through the obvious sluggishness. It did scratch my head that, you know, while the Clippers have been known to give up double-digit leads in the final minutes, that they were still on the floor with like a minute left. At some point, you got to pull the cord, but I think it was encouraging that they're still competing. But that being said, I think it can also uh, be on the flip side that As much as we've been impressed with how the Lakers have played as of late, they have their limitations. Maybe it's premature to think they're all of a sudden a championship contender. I've always thought from the beginning they're obviously a dangerous out if they're fully healthy, but I think that that's the ceiling. They're a dangerous out to maybe win in the first round, but nothing beyond the second. I think this this week kind of encapsulated it. Even though in the playoffs you have more rest days in between, I think the, the war of attrition will eventually catch up to the Lakers and hence uh, they won't be able to really uh, beat teams significantly once the playoffs start.
3: NBA Insider dot NBA.com, Mark Medina, our guest here. All right, so from the Lakers, let's go to the Warriors because for the longest time it was uh, the Warriors, look, they can't win on the road, they're limited, to, but they win a couple of games on the road at the end of the year and suddenly everybody is, oh, look at the Warriors. So where are you on, on, on what their, play, their likely playoff path and how far can they go?
6: Well, I guess you never rule anything out because they're the defending champs. they got Steph Curry and Draymond Green. But I think the bigger thing is that Gary Payton II and now Andrew Wiggins expect to come back. He's not playing the final two regular season games. It remains to be seen what the ramp-up is going to look like and what his minutes restriction is going to be. So I do anticipate some rustiness. But I think that Andrew Wiggins can become the defensive player that he was during uh, last season's championship run and they're going to need it because clay thompson he's improved as a scorer, but still not the same defender pre-injury and you, you know i don't take too much stock of the you know strong disparity between the the home and road splits But i do take stock that the warriors are in the middle of the pack defensively this season and when you look at their championship years they're always at the top of the league level in terms of team rankings and so i think that there is a window for them to improve substantially but there's also an unknown. I think they can defend a title now that Andrew Wiggins is back. If he wasn't back, I couldn't see any scenario. But it's all going to depend on how seamless that you know roadmap is to return because I anticipate there's at least going to be some hiccups in the initial stages.
5: Mark, last one for you real quick. I, I have I have to pound the table a little bit for the Road Warriors Sacramento. They're the only team with a great record on the road in the Western Conference. Let's go.
6: Yeah, look, Kings are the real deal. One of the best offenses in the NBA. They're not afraid. they got a good blend of young and veteran talent, great head coach in Mike Brown. I think, though, that eventually their poor defense is going to catch up to them. I think so far they've shown during the regular season. In today's NBA, it doesn't matter if you don't defend well because if you have a productive offense, you can make up for that. But in the playoffs, I think it's a different story. I think they can't win a playoff series, but I think it's second round at best. Because the defense and the inexperience will eventually catch up to them.
3: Now before we let you go, Mark, one more because you mentioned, you know, being able to score is great and defense and the playoffs. So let me ask you about the Dallas Mavericks and everything <laughs> going on the last few days and Mark Cuban misses Jalen Brunson is blaming Rick Brunson for this and Lucas says we blew it. When you watch the Mavericks free fall through the standings right now after getting Kyrie Irving, is this on Luka? Is this on Kyrie? Is it on both of them? Is it on none of them? What what do you see as how all of a sudden the Mavericks went from, boy, they can be an NBA Finals contender as they're lucky if they make it into the play-in?
6: Yeah, well, anytime there's a train wreck on an NBA team, no one's blameless, but uh, percentage of the blame pie, it starts with roster construction number one. Before the Kyrie Irving trade, they didn't have – You know, I don't want to say scrubs. They had decent role players, so they didn't have, uh, you know, dependable depth alongside Luka Doncic, and still the same story. They gave up some of that depth to get Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie, you know, from what I've been told, even through all his shenanigans, he has been a positive locker room presence. The the problem is he and Luka have not formed enough offensive chemistry. And then Luka, great player, but I think his complaining and how he handles adversity has had a trickle down effect. But I think the bottom line is this. The main sources of the Dallas Mavericks problems point to how they've constructed the roster. And so when you look at this offseason, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing that Kyrie Irving's probably going to leave. They're not going to agree to a long-term deal. But when they made that deal, they thought in the back of their mind, hey, if this doesn't work out, at least we have cap space. But you know what? There's a lot of folks around the NBA and different front offices that say, well, it doesn't matter if the Mavs have cap space because in past years, they haven't used it wisely, so it could be another turbulent offseason, to say the least, for them.
3: You can find him on Twitter at markg_medina underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina, NBA.com. Long time NBA insider who is now about to go to the movies. You're going to see Air, right? Is that what you're, t- is that what you're doing right now?
6: Yeah, I got to see uh, learn more about Michael Jordan's greatness if we haven't heard enough.
3: <laughs> yeah, listen, apparently they had a shoe that was made for him that he wore that became very popular.
6: Whoa. Yeah, whoa. I wonder shock. if that shoe is worn by a lot of NBA players today. I guess I'll find out.
3: Yeah, hey, I, I, I think we need, I think, yeah, we definitely report back after and find out if that's the case because I don't know. <laughs> uh, they, they'll be wearing New Balance like Kawhi is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a so bunch, buddy Mark. We'll talk See to you next Mark. week. I
6: appreciate you guys. I'll provide a movie review next week. Appreciate it. Outstanding. Look forward to it. Yeah, there I'm going to try to
5: see that this weekend, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I hope it's good. Again, I'm I the the assault of it's the greatest but okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Uh now, I, I couldn't tell just really quick. Do you think Mark was was 100% 100% joking when he said people call him to pitch their clients for no, MVP? No, I think he's you 100% think- real. <laughs>
5: We we got to reach... When we talk to Bucher and Wojcicki next, we got to talk about this phenomenon. <laughs> I think it's a real thing. I think it's like a political campaign wow. where you're canvassing. Wow. What what would it take to get you into our candidate's uh, MVP balloting? What do I got? I got? <laughs> I got advanced metrics for days. It's like when... When Frostberg turns and says, all right, Desager, what do you got on Keenan Allen today?
4: (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
3: Very sexual, strong Twitter game. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Arman. I'm going to eat that tiny bit of ass up now. Live from the Tyrac.com studios, where I want to talk about an inspiring moment from the world of sports today. And, you know, part of it is I enjoy the back and forth between the PGA Tour and the Live Golfers so much and the Masters being here today and Freddie Couples, who was once upon a time the best golfer on the planet, uh, you know, in in the early to mid-1990s. And he went on a radio show and just blowtorched Sergio Garcia and Phil Mickelson, a couple of guys who left for the Live Tour. And he said, listen, you guys go and have fun, but you rip my tour, I'm going to rip you right back. And I thought that was great, a boom-boom, to do that. And then, not only that, but he follows it up with a one under... Round today. At the age of sixty-three, he shoots hey, one. Hey, if you're going to talk, more. you got to back it up, right? I mean, I mean, Freddie Couples shooting one. I mean, look, the Masters is one of those courses where it is designed now for players to go low, and and if you have the if you can hit the ball long, as, as we've seen the, the evolution of players the last few years, you're going to do well at it. And Freddie Couples shooting one under, great. It's not like shooting one under at the U.S. Open where someone wins at three over, so he doesn't have a chance to win. But sixty-three years old, and he shot one under today and just watching him a little bit today that nice easy swing up the fairway getting out par 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 that was really it makes me think that hey okay i'm 52 not that i could make the senior tour because that's what i thought when i was 30 but you know i didn't put enough work into it but it makes me think okay maybe maybe i could still be playing golf okay uh, you know in, in in a few years and i guess still will be, be able to throw the, the the softball around in a couple of years when really my arm should be falling off so that makes me think that things are still out there for me it's pretty inspiring from fred
5: no that's uh, pretty good. I'm trying to get mine re- surgically re- reattached <laughs> and capable of more than uh the underarm throw because of the the underhand throw because uh like Philip Rivers because everything's so jacked up there. But no, to your point, certainly. You you find some inspiration there, a little bit of excitement because if you're going to talk trash a- and you got to go back it up, if you're going to pick up the sticks, if not, then you have to designate someone else to wear it for you. All right, you're playing for me. Like, I'm playing for myself. I'm trying to hurt a person. No, no, you're playing for me because I can't play anymore. Uh, and then if you stink, then we all fail. No, uh, I, I like this. I like the cut of his jib. I, I Look, just keep you moving one foot in front of the other. I mean, this means you've got the inspiration that you can have that second sandwich today. Oh, Maybe set a new personal best sandwich for the amount of chocolate you consume or cheese in a given day. I mean, look, man, the world's your oyster. And that's the point to our uh, beloved extended
3: Fox Sports Radio family here is, you know, seize the day. Oh, I better not have any more ice cream. Oh, Freddie Couples just came in one. Oh, I'm going to have ice cream. I'm going to have much more He ice cream. inspired me to mm. another pint. Mm. Yeah. And, ju- and just to pull back the curtain a little bit, Harmon is not lying when he says he can't throw. Because every time, there's usually like a Nerf ball in the studio at some point that we get to throw around with each other and, you know, in commercial breaks and everything else. And every time Harmon throws, he has to throw it underhand because he can't I, throw I, I can, get, I can get a couple in
5: and then <laughs> my shoulder slumps a good six inches. <laughs> You just throw it under. It's like, so bad. You're like Kent Ticolvi the way you throw the football. It's awful. <laughs> but it hurts. Yeah. Like, like, there's damage yeah. there. There's no yeah. question about it.
3: It makes me know I'm alive, though. Buddy, you need, to, you need to go to a different doctor than the guy that fixed you up the first time.
5: Well, I think you my finger's broken again, you by the way. You just, <laughs>
3: what do you mean you think your finger? Go to the doctor! But no, go to a no, 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 no. I ain't going through that again. Do, it's a lot of go- wasted time. What do you mean I ain't going through that again? Nope. Don't be that guy that doesn't go to the doctor when you're hurt or something. No, no, like no. It's my finger. Don't be that guy. I'm left-handed. I'll finger. be fine. It's just a finger. We're I got gonna Nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, wait till in 10 years when the doctor says, oh, you should have come see me. This, this has to be amputated. Just wait. Just wait till that and happens. And I'll say he got 60 years. I had a good run. Yeah, no. You know, trust me, you're not going to be John Wick. Oh, I'm sacrificing my <laughs> pinky because I got to get into. to see somebody. Alert. Well, that was in the previous what movie. What the hell, he's man? Got, he's got no ring finger in part four. Come on, man. Everybody knows that. I might go see that again. Ring on his finger. Yeah, buddy. Stay awake this time, too. Uh, Twitter it out by Fresca. Mike, and swollen dome down to one nap uh yeah (laughs) we ask a very big question that we need an answer to keep it right here jason and mike this is fox sports radio
1: you mean there's more to come